So when we walk in here, folks, to do this podcast, one of the things that I'm really grateful for for these seven is I sat back and said, I, and PJ prayed mm. it before we got on, we get to do this together. This oh, is yeah. a masterpiece. Like, you might not think it is, <laughs> and you need to be educated. No, <laughs> you, you might not think it is, but for the, a father and a son mm. to be able to talk about things that are not... Mm. Um, banal yeah just, <laughs> just a, boring that means waste folks basically yeah. you know it's like you know uh, yeah it, uh, it does it means boring or you know not but tedious yeah but this is exciting that we get to figure out who god is and what he's doing in our life and every day we ought to find those good and things mm. like you get up every day and you know your wife's going to be faithful she's going to work hard mm. that's folks that's you Hello and welcome to Weary Dads. I'm your host, PJ Weary, with my co-host. This is Dad. I am the co-host. And uh, today's <laughs> episode is brought to you by this white cup that... that How about Two Brothers Coffee? I no, would that's love to I'm have that sponsorship. This is this white cup which held PJ's fine coffee, which you said is what? Two Brothers Coffee. See, I knew you'd join this. Oh as man, soon that, as it, that makes me happy. Yeah. So if two brothers <laughs> will get behind the weary podcast, weary dads, yeah. two brothers, you would make two sons a, of God happy, aka <laughs> my son and I. So, so I, I, I made a mistake. I did not get more coffee in the between breaks. So <sighs> what were we going to do? Fool, like, foolishness. Okay, if we went like this, <laughs> yeah. it, they would never know what it was, but it is two brothers. And oh, it's not that. A, I'm talking about I want more coffee. You, That's don't, a, you don't need more. You're pretty wired. <laughs> this is right here, folks. Right there. Look at that little at the end. That is that's a remnant. That's yes. like well, it's French press. That's not like they have like grit in their coffee. I know. And we're talking about John Wooden, who, folks, if you don't know this, he had seven axioms. And when PJ says the French press right away, when I think of John Wooden, I think of the two two one press because that's what John Wooden ran as well as anybody. Great coach of pressing with the two two one. So these are the seven proverbs that his dad wrote on a piece of paper and gave to him when he first went out into the world. Uh, we talked about be true to yourself, help others. Um, and it, honestly, I, I love this because they are very flexible and allow us to think deeply on things. And I, I'd encourage people that if you de develop these little phrases that accentuate your gifting, it's really healthy because you can use them in different ways. Something as simple as be true to yourself. There's different ways to use that. Um, so today's are make each day your, um, your, uh, <laughs> make each day a master, a masterpiece. And by the way, folks, ah, of, the seven, yes. of the seven, this may be one of my favorites, but go yeah. ahead, Peach. Yeah. And there's different ways to think about this, but, um, all the different ways I think about it are really healthy and good for me. So there's make each day your masterpiece and then drink deeply from good books, especially the Bible. Okay. So for me, I love the third one. And I've appreciated the fourth one, and I've done that. PJ, I think I don't. What do you? How do you like make each day a masterpiece? Do you like that? Is I that do. One? I think there's something. Uh, but do you like challenging to but, me? But do you like drink drink deeply, deeply from, from good, good books? books? <laughs> Man, if there was ever a person that drank, this is. We're not talking uh, a cup of water here. We're not talking a hose. We're talking <laughs> a fire hose. Actually, probably the hydrant. And PJ is known to have. Uh, delved deeply into the fire hydrant of good books well you, you say that i would say probably the biggest critique is not so much uh, of of me in regards to this is uh 
I'd say it's not always good books. I've read some really crappy books well, too. <laughs> which you can't realize something's a good book until you've read a crappy one. Uh, <laughs> no, no, the ones I read, I was like, well, I won't gain anything from this, but it'll be fun. So, <laughs> well, so make each day a masterpiece. What is that saying? What's that saying? I, I think this is, especially for people to say, you know what? I've had people say this. I just want to get better at what I do. I yeah. want to grow. Sure. And I, I'm going to actually do a workout with some big men at a high school. <clears throat> a coach has asked, a coach that I coached this young man when he was at Vanguard reached out to me and said, Will you work with our big men? Which, folks, if you know this, I played point guard. If you can even see me on this play. But I did. I went to a big man clinic and heard Rick Majera speak, and I got mm. so much better at teaching big men. I, I actually enjoy it more. I love teaching post moves. <clears throat> but as I get ready to do this, and we talk about make each day a masterpiece, this is one of the things I'm going to say to those guys. Mm. Uh, consistently is way better than occasionally. Yeah. Uh, uh, consistently is way better than occasionally. So uh, I think if you are wise, you will take and make every day worthwhile and you're consistent at doing the things that you need to do that you, so that you live a balanced life, a.k.a. your spiritual, your emotional, your physical. And, and really, it's got to be done mm. consistently if you only do it occasionally. All right, so... I have, you know, you know this. I walk 45 minutes a day. It's probably been a game saver for me. Yeah. I'm 60. Uh, I'm not a limber guy, never have been. Mm. And now I'm doing that. And just, it's helped me then. And you, in our last episode, we're talking about sleeping. Oof. Uh, I just saw an ad for Peloton and it basically said, listen, uh, guy's doing the workout. He goes, no, I'll sleep better tonight. It's so real. Yeah, oh, that's so real. Yeah. But as we talk about make each day your masterpiece, mm -hmm. this is imperative that you see the importance of the opportunity you have every day. Yeah. And to grasp it and to be consistent with it. Yes. And you know, even the some of the things I have the privilege to help people through, walk through in life, I think it's because I was consistently educating myself by reading every day, which will go to the next one. Yeah. But what did you think when you thought of make each day a masterpiece? Well, there's that obvious um thing that john wooden took away from it which was excellence yeah i, mean, I think that's oh, i mean yeah. john wooden was and, good and, at what he did <laughs> right and you know what folks he wasn't a rah-rah guy in any way he was yeah. just the opposite really he was always oh, very yeah. thorough very actually i just read that um so um i think it's in batterson's book about uh habits mm -hmm. um mark batterson's book he's talking about how john wooden and it's true sat there quietly uh but he was consistent in his teaching mm. and in his accountability. Mm. So I, even as I say that to you, yep. PJ, I think of your two boys and the truth Ooh. is like, man, the importance of staying consistent with them, which is a, what a challenge. Every oh day, yeah. Yeah. Right? And then not expecting, um, resolution, you know, this isn't quite where I thought this would go and I'm okay with that. But, uh, one thing, uh, the things that I think we struggle with, um, is expecting resolution if we really focus on something and you know what like especially like when you're when you're parenting like uh i i'm i'm a guy who likes to finish something all the way to the end or and if i don't do i'd rather just not do it right and let me tell you when you're parenting you can't do that well, you have you, to you like can it's just it's gonna be about 60 years of it yeah <laughs> well that's what i'm saying i'm like <laughs> it's not gonna happen in that conversation <laughs> so, right you're right. like 
you know, <laughs> if you're when you're dealing with a four year old, I don't, I don't yeah. think we needed to go all to there. And yeah. I know I led that conversation, sure, but sure. don't just you know what your sons need you to do to be consistent, make each day a masterpiece, and every day yeah. is a privilege. Every day is a joy. Yeah. What were you thinking when you read this? What did it that, stir you? That's well, that's what I had well, was excellence, but uh, I also had delight and wonder. Make each you you can find something, and I, you, what's really good is uh. I think it's Burkhard's uh, planner has, what's one thing that gets you excited today? It's one of the questions in the morning. Probably one of the best questions or my favorite questions in there. I was like, oh, I don't do that. I don't think about something to look forward to the day. I'm just like, I just think about, oh, this is what I have to get done. And sometimes I'm just like, where's the joy in my life? And I'm like, that's because I'm not thinking about what's exciting. Well, like there's, I, there's always something exciting That's so good. To do. I just, I wrote three thank yous to some people. Yeah. Right? And as I'm writing the thank yous, I'm excited that God brought them in my life. It, yeah. It, but I will tell you, if I don't think that way, yeah, it becomes, it becomes. Well, <laughs> almost lost my glasses. And yeah, it it becomes um, just rote and yes. no, no depth to it. But that's uh, a masterpiece. Well, okay, let's talk about this. Yeah. What are you doing today that is a masterpiece, Man. folks? I think this is going to be really good. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, what have you done today? It's a masterpiece. No, I would say for sure. I and this has been a really big step for me. Um, that I had all these dietary issues, and then uh, I found out that I learned to love to cook. I look forward to cooking every day, and, and I make something just really okay. You don't good. just cook though; you really you you're striving to get better at it. It's yeah. becoming a masterpiece. So when we walk in here, folks, to do this podcast, one of the things that I'm really grateful for for these seven is I sat back and said, I and PJ prayed mm. it before we got on. We get to do this together. This oh, is yeah. a masterpiece. Like you might not think it is. <laughs> And you need to be educated. No, <laughs> you, you might not think it is, but for the, a father and a son mm. to be able to talk about things that are not... Mm. Um, Banal. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just a, boring. That means waste, folks, basically. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, uh, yeah, uh, it does. It means boring or, you know, not... But, Tedious. Yeah, but this is exciting that we get to figure out who God is and what he's doing in our life. And every day we ought to find those good things. Mm. Like you get up every day and you know your wife's going to be faithful. She's going to work hard. Mm. That's, folks, that's huge. That's something to, to take delight and wonder in every day. That's a masterpiece. So yeah. today, folks, you don't know this. My mom is really struggling with, mm. uh, uh, with dementia. My wife gets up every day. We're walking together. Sorry, folks. I want you all here. That's a masterpiece. We're, we're, we're making this special. We're trying to connect in our marriage. Folks, hear these. Some things that we think are, just as PJ said, Bane, not worthy, just boring, just rote. No, see them as they are. To spend time with my wife is a masterpiece. And then that, that I know she's going to go down from eight to four because it's her gifting and her love. She's going to help my mom and dad. That's huge. Yeah. Well, and not having to make it perfect, but, ha but just being exciting about doing it well. And I think that's the masterpiece side because you can have things that aren't, you can have days that aren't masterpieces because you just check out and you don't want to be part of it. I, I wonder if, I don't know enough about art, but I wonder if there's a very signature of people's artwork because it isn't perfect. There's a style. Yeah. You hear that all the time, right? Yeah. There is, you might do it different. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I think like uh, if you start focusing on perfection in, in your art, um, you can run into problems instead of focusing on what you're trying to create. It's a slightly different thing. And so it's, uh, but the, every artist is different, so I don't need. Right, we don't yeah, need. Sorry, so, well, I just went I there and about that. But even even saying that, yeah, uh, guys that are really good mm. at what um, 
I'm around basketball, they'll talk. They don't say yeah. they're working on their game. They'll say really good players yeah. say I'm working on my craft. Well, and that's, you know, so here's a good example. Yeah. What would a perfect basketball game look like? So like a great example of this is watching, I watched some highlights of Steph Curry hitting like 50 points in the all-star game and he hit those five threes in a row. And I was just like, to me, that was, that was a masterpiece game. That was unbelievable. Like right. clearly the work of a, of a master craftsman. craftsman. And then so really good work, but he missed some shots. So right. It wasn't perfect, right. but he was like by focusing every day. And I think that's the other piece I had be where you are and focus on what you're doing that day and take delight and wonder in it. And I think that's the message of this make each day your masterpiece. Well, what do you do with it? And this is huge. It, there's light out there, but what if you mm. really take it and you focus it, it is burning and it makes a difference, right? You got to get that uh, magnification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we get, there's so many people that we walk through life and we don't magnify the day and say, this is an opportunity. I'm yeah. going to take it and grow myself, grow those around me, impact yes. those around me. Going back to, I'm going to help others. Okay. I'm going to look not at myself. I'm going to be true to myself. Yes. Um, and I'm going to love uh, the others in that it's coming from the work of grace done yeah. in your life. I'm going to make today a masterpiece. I think this is one of my favorite things I've ever heard. Like I yeah. want to make each day a masterpiece. And it's something you said there's really good too, because it's not about a lot of big things. It's about a lot of little things and the focusing each day on a lot of little things and just doing every little thing. Well, I, I was, just, uh, you know, I've read a couple of things recently about people being jealous of people who are successful. And there is some uh, varying degrees of chance involved with that. You know, I would, I would say providence. But when you really look at it, it's amazing how what people, they look at when someone's like, oh man, they got a lucky break. And it's like, what they didn't see is that the opportunity came and they, they didn't realize that sometimes the opportunity is passed by them because there were so many little things they didn't do right that people just did, were like, well, I'm not giving it to them, right? So I, can't, I can't believe you're saying that because um, there's a fella, and uh, I, I don't mind, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but his name is Griff Aldrich, head coach at Longwood University. They're going to the NCAA tournament. They just won the Big South. Mm -hmm. Griff was a CEO yeah. and a lawyer for a big company, and he coached AAU, got the director of basketball operation job at UMBC, Maryland, Baltimore County was the DOB and became the head coach at Longwood. Well, he had gone to college at Hampton, Sydney, which is right near there. He was part of, and I'm going to say this, folks, Farmville, Virginia. Do you know where Farmville is? No idea. Exactly. Okay. Okay. And it's and, and, <laughs> like, folks yeah, are a little town. And he's up front with the player, but here's what he does. He mm. is a process guy. Mm. And he's really good yeah. at following through with all the details. Yes. Four years ago, they didn't win a league game. They lost 15 in a row before he got there and now they won the big south and it's not even i mean they were really good yeah but it was the process it was he made every day yeah a masterpiece and guess what happened folks mm -hmm. he created a masterpiece yeah now he'd be embarrassed when he said he'd shake his head he'd say you know god's been good and he has mm -hmm. but when god gives you a burden and you're supposed to do it take every advantage of every day of being faithful and yeah. consistent and make each day a masterpiece I've been really impacted by a, a guest I've now had on twice on Chasing Leviathan. His name's Dr. Lewis Gordon. Mm -hmm. And he talked about he was 12 years old yeah. and he was living in poverty in the Bronx. And his teacher, his social history teacher, um, or social studies teacher said, I want you guys to read the Times every day. And he's like, I can't, my family can't afford it. And he's like, that's ridiculous. 
And he's like, no, really, I can't. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I ride a train in from out, uh, outside the city. Uh, if you show up to school at 5.30, you can have my copy. I read it on the train. And at 12 years old, he showed up every day to read the New York Times, which to me like blows my mind. But the other thing, the part of that, then that teacher ended up mentoring him a lot, ended up introducing him to all sorts of things. And that was a huge part of him growing. It, I listened to some of the podcast, folks. In fact, most yeah. of it. This is an educated man. And the reason he's educated mm. is he every day consistently made yeah. it a masterpiece and he educated himself. And that goes to our second one. Yes. Well, let, let me okay. say this. Finish. Yes, because what, what you're looking at, you're like, well, he read the New York Times every day. It's not about the New York Times. It's about he showed the guy that he cared mm. and that he was disciplined enough that he was like, I will learn in the little things. And then the guy next thing right. was giving him the bigger books right and so it starts with little things which leads us into yes which i really appreciate you finishing that up because as you say it is doing the little things making each day a masterpiece is all of a sudden a year later yeah you do have something bigger than you even expected yes and if you listen to this man i'm telling you he's one of the most educated people i've ever heard yeah and very very thought-provoking yeah so that leads to the second one which i believe and i'll be honest i i do some encouragement to people that are leaders and they say i don't like to read books and i get that there's I, other but, ways but, yeah yeah but, but i don't get that <laughs> i'm just gonna be honest with that it's something i really think people you know what it, it, it's a good discipline yeah right? but well, i'd say different styles of learning right? but, there's but, there's some you, everybody yeah has to have auditory, a way some are much better yes. with auditory. you can I listen you can listen to the book um, well that's why i went to him i said oh, listen okay, gotcha. you yeah, gotta yeah, yeah. listen to these then yes so auditory and podcast, but this yeah. is the, the, the second one of t- for this episode. The, mm. It's the fourth overall drink deeply from good books, especially mm. the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's, I mean, whew, uh, I, I've made the mistake sometimes with my devotions of just reading theology or a devotional. And it's just, there's no replacement for actually reading the Bible. Uh, and you can get really great thoughts from other people, but then to see everything in, there's nothing like the context of reading a, a good chunk of the Bible right, where you're like, ah, that, I, I, you forget how everything connects. So I'm going to say this, folks. I read the Bible every year, and that sounds extremely spiritual. Um, sometimes it's hard for me not to uh, flow through certain portions. Mm. Uh, even right now, I'm in Numbers. I just got done with Leviticus, and I'm writing down uh, in my journal lots of sacrifice. <laughs> okay. But but I'm in Numbers now. But yeah. what the Bible reading plan I have is uh, Old Testament. Sometimes they'll throw a psalm in there. I think it's by Chandler, Matt Chandler, but I'm not sure. Mm. Then I read the proverb every day, Yeah. and then I read the New Testament. Now, that's five mm. days a week, and on the weekends, I read those proverbs, yeah. which, which helps me. And then I journal those things. But yeah. as I say this to you, what you said was so real. You have to read the scriptures because the scriptures speak and you will learn new things from, and you got to get it in context. Yes. Right? Yeah. What, what's if I really hear one good? more person say uh, to someone who just lost like a loved one, all things work together for good. It's like, you, there's a lot of context to that statement. Yeah, there is. <laughs> there is. And so, I, yeah, go ahead. So, so you're right. Like it, but reading, there's nothing replacing that. And that's what I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. He's telling his son, educate yourself. Yeah. But don't forget, the most important education, yeah, especially, yeah. is your spiritual education. Yeah, 
Can I add one thing with the Bible reading? Uh, I've of heard course. this and it's been useful. If you are reading a lot and you feel like it's rote, something that's helped me, and I know I've more heard it from other people, is just switching up your version of the Bible. Make sure it's still like a solid one, but changing the version can be really helpful just to help it strike fresh. Well, two things there too. I think the version's good, and the second thing is do different things. For example, hmm. I'm doing this, but there was a time where I read the Bible in three months. Now, oh, folks, yeah, that, yeah. now I did not remember details, but you know what? I I got the big view, and yeah, that was yeah. really interesting yeah. for me to do. And then I think there's ways to just do, like one year I just read the New Testament uh, four times. Mm. And, okay, and I thought that was healthy for me at that moment. Yeah. And I've actually gone through books yeah. during my devotions mm -hmm. and gone through like three to four verses and I used uh, different tools to make sure I was getting the right words and so forth and what mm. they meant that oh, yeah, in regards yeah, yeah, to context. Yeah, yeah. But the whole lesson is drink deeply from good books, especially Bible. Let now, me latch on to when you said uh, you know, do something different. And I've said it on here before, Please. but if, if people have, uh, may have missed it before, or I just, I don't know, I find this helpful to remember. Uh, Haruki Murakami, uh, I'll, I'll get, I'm going to butcher the quote, but the general idea is um, if you read what everyone else is reading, you'll think exactly like everyone else. So don't be afraid to like, oh, you said this weird... in other podcasts. Yes. And it's made me think. It's good. really, it's really good to read. You know, I, I, I threw out a, a Marxist philosopher last episode, and I don't agree with everything he says. He has such a different viewpoint that when he does say something I agree with, I, I just had never seen it before. And it was convicting and it caused me to change in good ways. And <clears throat> um, yeah, that's not a plug to like for everyone to be a Marxist philosopher, but it's not bad to like, don't just take other people's words for what other people say. Go, go read what they say. And the worst thing, like, what's the worst thing that happens? You could find out the truth, or you could find out, no, really, like, these people... Have issues. Yeah. And, and so, there's truth to that. Yeah. And so, you, don't be afraid to read something different. Right. Um, and, there, you, you know, uh, you've been really good for me in this way. I'm not a big business management, uh, business wisdom kind of guy, but I've been able to... I've been challenged by you to read some of those, and it's been really helpful. High so Performance Habits by Brendan Burkhardt was really good at that time. You're like, I think this would be good for you. And I, so I listened to you. I'd never read anything like that before. And it was huge. It was really helpful. Um, and then in our office, we've been doing this. And so thank you for the feedback. Grit. Oh, man. Like, we've been doing books that, um, not my normal fare, but really, really challenging. Yeah. So one of the things that I've even said about um, to you that I, I commended him in his meetings. They have meetings every Thursday and they read a book they're doing, as he said, grit. They did. Uh, thank you for the feedback. What was the other one? Oh, 13 things mentally oh. tough people do. Uh, they, don't do. Don't do. Yeah. So here's the interesting thing, folks. When I led an athletic department, we met on Mondays and we read a book that was on biblical counseling or biblical mm. challenge. And it, you know, a lot by, um, Ted Tripp. Yeah. Paul Tripp. Paul Tripp. Ted, the, the shepherding a child's heart, but Paul Tripp. Oh, War of yeah. Words. And by the way, I read one of his every day, New Morning Mercies. Mm. But long story short is, it really helped our office grow together because it led to transparent conversations and so forth. Same thing with your office. Yes. As, you're, as you look, because here's what we do in companies. Here's yes. what we do in life. We have a tendency to compare ourselves or we have a tendency to put a pigeonhole ourselves. This is yeah. how I think my team views me. But when you're honest, they go, no, we don't view you that way. Or 
there's a tendency to view you that way. You could do oh. this to improve that. Oh, well, I can get better. Yeah. Well, and there, that's the interesting corollary, right? If you only read what everyone else reads, then you only think what everyone else thinks. You know, that's obviously prompting you read different books. But the truth is, like in our office, by reading together, we're on the same page, literally, right? It's actually on really helpful. On the same helpful. page and having different viewpoints on yeah. what it was saying because yeah. it's not that it will just impact me a different way, but there were certain points mm. uh, or parts of that book that impacted people differently. And they were like, oh, that, yeah. that challenged me. Yeah, and that, uh, from the similarity side, side of things, there's been a shared vocabulary. Yeah. That's really powerful. Oh, in regards to life and office the whole, oh, and for family. feedback? Oh, that was big. So, so let me just say this. Okay. If I could say to somebody, man, I want to grow, I would say to you, the number one thing you could do is, is read, educate yourself. Mm. If you say, I can't do that, I would say, well, then find a way to educate yourself. Audio books yeah. and then podcasts. I'm telling you, yeah. if you want to, to stay the same, yes. don't do anything. <laughs> But if I mean, you want to yeah. grow, that's actually I would disagree. If you, 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 you if you say the same, you're going to you're going to you're going to you're you, decline. Yeah. Right. Well, and I say this all the time, and Drew used it when he was leading at Sanford. If you're not growing, you're, you're dying. dying. And yeah. there's a real uh, truth there. And so, the four axioms that we did today, the first two were uh, uh, be true to yourself, help others, and then today, make each day your masterpiece. Drink deeply from good books, especially the Bible. What do you take away from, uh, especially today's, this, this two episode? What's the thing that you'll walk away from here going, man, this makes me think? Mm. Uh, I think um, it's been a very difficult season for us. Mm -hmm. And so that challenge and just that encouragement, it doesn't, it's not even like I'm learning something new per se, but that repetition of make each day your masterpiece. Because right now it's really difficult where I'm at with, with the kids and the business. There's just so much going on. And then I just look at it and I'm like, I mean, how long are my kids going to be six and four? I mean, my, my six-year-old's going to turn seven in a couple weeks, well, you, right? You, so you have to see this. This is my time. This is my time to do what I can only do at this time. And I want to do it well. Right. And so, you know, you, folks, I'm going to jump from being on a podcast to being a dad and just say, listen, man, just you don't have to have your business to this point three years from now. It's going to mm. take three years. Right. So, so just right. keep. I want the three years now. Yeah, right. No. Well, we do. We want to get, <laughs> we, and you know, um, folks, one of the greatest challenges I ever heard, mm. and this is, you know, drink deeply from good books. I'll never forget hearing the principle of sowing and reaping. And there's this problem about sowing and reaping as we look at it. We think if we sow today, that we should reap within a week. That's not how so that So today, goes. reap tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's so today. And think about it. So in the spring and three months le later, yeah. four months later, yeah. almost five, you know, September, October, you reap some benefits. Now I know the tomatoes might come out a little earlier in the garden and all those things, mm. but certain things take a while. And this is really interesting, whether it's, you know, you're trying to take care of yourself physically you're not going to see a difference in two weeks. You're not yeah. going to see a difference in a month. You will start to see a difference in six weeks. Yeah. You'll definitely see a difference in three months, yeah. three months, sowing and reaping. Yeah. And that's, and the key I go back to is not occasionally consistently, right? Make each day a masterpiece consistently. And one of the ways to do that is to drink deeply from good books and the Bible. Oh, whew. 
Yeah. Th- <laughs> hey, this, <laughs> this has been really good for me. It, it's encouraging. Thank you for doing this with me. And I, I want to give God glory for allowing us this privilege. Absolutely. And if uh, you took another step in your personal journey today, um, please like, share, and subscribe so someone else can too. Hit the button. <laughs> hit the button. Uh, B, just reach over and hit the button. Hey, thank you so much. Love you. Great day. Love you too,